Welcome to the Woke and Wealthy Podcast. My name is Nicole Wokus, and I am a businesswoman, manifestation enthusiast, and the creator of the Woke and Wealthy brand. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring chats, interviews, and dialogues based on how to become the most woke and wealthy version of yourself. If you enjoy listening to topics on money, manifestation, and leveling up, then you have come to the right place. I'm obsessed with self-improvement, business, and the art of connecting with others as we navigate through this beautiful thing we call life. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Woke and Wealthy podcast. This is Nicole. Just wanted to hop on here and share with you today four tips on how to make the most out of your day. So if you want to learn um, four tips that I use to make the most out of my day and make every single day of my life the best day possible, then keep listening. So I'm super excited to hop on here. Um, So let's begin. So uh, the first tip that I have is to make a game plan. So every day we have, you know, a bunch of things that we need to get done, right? And if you know me really well or, you know, if you're in my family, you know that I am all about having a game plan. I'm always like, okay, so what's the game plan? Okay, so what are we doing next? you know, it's kind of, it gets kind of a lot sometimes, but um, it's really important to have a game plan. Now, what I mean by this is lots of times we have all of these goals, right? Like at the beginning of the new year, we have all these resolutions, these big goals, these big things that we want to do. And it just seems so overwhelming. For example, like, this new year, I wanted to lose, I want to lose like 40, 50 pounds. That's a lot to take on, you know? So instead, it's important to focus on the 24 hours that are ahead of you. Take things one day at a time. So by breaking goals down, I know at my work, um, we talk about SMART goals all the time. Um, SMART goals being specific, measurable, attainable, Um, realistic and timely. Um, So SMART goals are really important, but um, breaking things down to what you can do today to go towards that end result that you're looking for is really important. Um, Something else that I wanted to um, share is my mom's boss gave me, not me, but my mom, this book that she gave to me and it's called where will you be five years from today and it's a really cool book i definitely recommend it if you are stuck or if you want to you know you know start planning out where you want to be five years from today you have some big goals in mind and you want to break it down into feasible um mini goals so the reason why i wanted to bring up this book is that um, in a section of it, it talks about the average lifespan. I feel like if you're any, first of all, if you're anything like me, um, I always push things off till tomorrow. I do it way more than I wish I did. I always say, oh, well, I'll start this tomorrow. I'll start doing this tomorrow. I'll start building this habit tomorrow. I'll stop spending so much money tomorrow. 
And it's really bad to do that because what this book talks about is how our days are limited. And I get how that's totally common sense. You know, we're all gonna die one day. I mean, that's pretty morbid, but you know, life is short, like life is limited. And I feel like we forget that. So it's really interesting because this book talks about the average lifespan and how the average lifespan is 27,375 days. So it really breaks it down to literally the limited number of days we have. And that's not even considering, you know, bad things that can happen. Um, so what it makes you do is it tells you to multiply your age. So for example, my age is 25 by the number 365, you know, the number of days in a year. So what you do is you take that average lifespan, 27, 375 days, and you subtract the number of days you've been alive from that number to give you the number of days that you have left. It is super scary, super real, but it's important to acknowledge because, you know, we keep thinking that we have, you know, tomorrow, there's always tomorrow, keep doing tomorrow, or at least that's what I keep thinking. So doing this math really helped me to realize, hey, yo, I gotta start this today. I really need to get these things started today. But you know, instead of looking at giant goals, like, okay, I need to lose 80 pounds in one day, that's not feasible, you know, break it down into micro things. Because um, there's another quote that I really like, um, that says, a year from today, or a year in a year, you'll be glad that you started today, or something along those lines. And it's true, because even though in the present moment, it just seems like today is just one day, all those days of just saying, well, today is just one day, I'll do it tomorrow, really add up. So, and if you're curious um, about Nicole's lifespan, um, 27,375 minus 9,125, I have approximately, according to this book, 18,250 days left to live. Like, that is scary as hell and it really makes me want to take advantage of the day the 24 hours I have ahead of me so <laughs> definitely do that little math problem um, again the average lifespan is 27,375 days um, subtract the number of years times 365 from that number and then you get the remaining number of quote-unquote days you have left unquote so definitely do that math problem and then use that as fuel to get you excited about getting the small tasks that you want to get done today done and creating that game plan. So that's tip number one, make a game plan for the 24 hours ahead of you. Number two on how to get the most out of your day is to be mindful mindfulness is something that's become really mainstream I think um, especially with self-help and mental health awareness you know mindfulness is definitely something that is um, talked about often I feel like and something that everyone can do the cool thing about mindfulness is that it consists of skills um, 
that you can use whether you are in a crisis, having a panic attack, or if you're just going about your business having a completely fine day. Um, So you can use mindfulness whether you are in a crisis, having a really bad day, or if you're having a really good day. Um, There's never too much mindfulness you can use use I feel like. Um, So what mindfulness is, is um, it's defined by the internet. Oh, okay. As the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. Um, It's a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations. It's used as a therapeutic technique. So if you guys don't know what mindfulness is already and if you don't completely understand the definition there, um, I associate mindfulness with being present, being in the present moment. So I have a couple of mini tips within this tip um, so you can get the most out of your, your day. Mindfulness is a great tool to use when you are, like I said, in a crisis or if you're just going about your day. So One mindful thing you can do is focus on your breath. So if you're in a crisis, and I keep saying crisis because that's what it is. When you are having a panic attack, it feels like, at least for me, the world is closing in around you. You feel hopeless. You feel trapped. It's scary as hell. And mindfulness, um, focusing on my breath is so helpful. Um, And just taking even when I'm fine, not having a panic attack, just even taking a couple minutes to focus on my breath makes so much of a difference in my day. So focusing on your breath, um, there's a technique that I like to use called four square breathing. So what that is, is you inhale for counts of four, a count of four, you hold your breath for a count of four, and then you exhale for a count of four, and then hold your breath again for a count of four. So you breathe in for four, one, two, three, four, hold it for four, one, two, three, four, breathe out for four, one, two, three, four, and then hold it again for four, one, two, three, four. And you just keep doing this until you feel like almost like an equilibrium. Um, in your mind, in in your body, and you just find your center. It's a great tool to use. Another thing you can use for mindfulness is sight. So a thing that I do when I want to practice mindfulness, whether I'm in a crisis or not, um, to bring me to the present moment and just ground me is to identify five things that I see around me. So um, for example, I'm sitting in my room recording this right now. Uh, sorry, I'm a little nas- nasally today. Um, so I'm recording this in my room. I can identify five things. I see, I find five things that I see. I see a painting. I see a vase. I see a purse. I see a crystal. And I see my phone. So those are five things right there. Another twist that you can add to this, again, this is a great tool to use when you're in a crisis, like you're really anxious or you're really stressed or, you know, you're really upset. This is a great tool to use to ground you and bring you back into your body. 
The next thing is you can pick a color. So do the same thing that I just did now, but you pick a color and you find five things that are that color. So for example, I choose red um, all the time. I don't know why. Um, I'm just drawn to red and then a lot of things I find are red. So for example, if I were to do that with red, <clears throat> I see that the book is red, this book is red, my painting is red, my shoes have red bottoms, lol. Um, my shoes have red bottoms. Um, the, how many is that? Three. Um, I see another piece of artwork that's red. I see a crystal that's red. I don't know if that's five, but you do that for five things. Um, you can choose different colors too, um, or you could do like, okay, find one thing that's red, cool. Find one thing that's orange, cool. Like go through the rainbow. Um, I know it sounds kind of silly, but in the moment with, when you're really stressed out, it really helps you ground yourself and come back to the present moment. The next thing about mindfulness is smell. So smell is one of my favorite things to do because it just definitely brings me peace when I smell lavender. I have a bunch of dried lavender in my room um, that I just have in this little bouquet thing. And what I do if I'm, whether I'm in a crisis or I'm not, I just take it, take some dry lavender and rub it around in my hands and then I just smell it sorry that was like my nose is really stuffy but um I just smell it and um it brings me to the present moment and I just immerse myself in the smell and it is literally so relaxing um you can do this with other scents as well I'm sure there are other dry plants you can use this skill with um but yeah and then I choose I also choose to light incense I literally light incense every single day in my room uh, my favorite one is patchouli, um, or 60s patchouli it's called, and I literally light it every night, or every, just whenever. It's like having a candle, but I always light it, and it makes me really happy. Um, so that's another one that I use for smell, and I also light sage to clear out the negativity in my room. So those are my uh, smells that I use. Um, another thing that I wanted to add is that you can make yourself a little self-soothe kit um, and just carry it around with you. So whether you want to use a little Ziploc baggie or, you know, um, uh, just keep a little pouch thing that you can keep in your purse or in your pocket um you can have like little bits of like smells in there so if you are in a crisis or if you do just want to I don't know if you're bored at work or something you do just want to smell um you can do that um so being mindful is a great way to make the most out of your day um the last thing about mindfulness i wanted to share is a skill that's called five four three two one um basically it has you list five things that you see four things that you hear three things that you smell two things that you can touch and one thing that you can taste um for the taste i usually grab a mint or gum um you can carry those around you again with the self-soothe kit you can always have 
like a bunch of little sensory things in there to help you calm down and stay grounded in a crisis. Or like I said, if you're just, you know, bored and you want to, you know, smell something, you can do that too. So being mindful is just mindfulness. There's so many things on mindfulness, like books, podcasts, TV. Well, maybe not TV. Well, actually there is um, Headspace on Netflix. That's a really good one. There are a bunch of apps to help you be mindful and meditate. Um, mindfulness is just such a really hot topic and an amazing topic um, about bringing you to the present moment and helping ground you. So definitely check out more mindfulness things. There are so many skills out there you can use. But yes, being mindful is a great way to get more out of your day. Um, so that is my tip number two. Tip number three is remembering that life is happening for you, not to you. Now, if anyone is familiar with Tony Robbins, um, you know that this is his quote. Remember that life is happening for you, not to you. Um, so basically, um, the way to think about this is that whether something good or something bad is happening to you, everything is working in your favor. So even if something is happening that's unpleasant, that thing is happening to you to teach you something or and or make you stronger. Um, it's your choice whether you want to take the opportunity to learn from it or not. Um, it's really a mindset to remember that life is happening for you, not to you. It's really a mindset. Um, <clears throat> something that I like to think about is that um, the notion that someone can literally, someone out there, there's a bunch of people on the planet, right? There's almost like there's over 7 billion people on the planet. There are probably one or two people that exist that are living a life very similar to yours. Like, let's just, no one's the same, no one's living the same life, but let's just say, you know, in theory, a couple people are living this a life that's similar to yours. Um, the reason I bring this up is because um, you have to remember that, or is that I remember that some people can be in this, two people can be in the same exact situation, having the same things happen to them. And literally, like the things you're complaining about, they are grateful for. Um, so let me try to explain this better. So imagine that there's another person out there, literally has the same job as you, you know, um, has the same living situation, has, you know, um, just the same possessions, everything like that. Um, the things that like, if you're having a bad day and you like to the extent that you feel like you have a bad life, some people are praying for your bad days. Like two people can be the, in the same exact situation as far as, you know, like I said, work, job, whatever. And one person could hate their life and the other person could absolutely love their life. It's all a mindset. So it's important to have this attitude of gratitude and remember that life is happening for you and not to you. So that is my tip number three. Um, and then tip number four on how to get the most out of your day today is to remember that you are the experiencer. It's our purpose um, to experience life. If, you ha if you're in a rut and you don't exactly know what your purpose is, your purpose is to experience life. Um, 
So it's important to remember that things like feelings, thoughts, and things that happen to you, all those things are just things that you experience. Um, It's important to detach yourself every now and then from feelings and thoughts and events and just remember that they're just things happening to us. This is a really helpful trick to use if you are experiencing really tough thoughts and you need to keep it together. For example, if you're at work and you feel like you're having going to have a panic attack like but you really need to like keep keep everything under wraps for like customers and stuff like that um it's really helpful to detach yourself and remember that feelings and thoughts are just things they're just things that happened happen and they'll go away um so our purpose is to experience life to succeed and to fall down so another thing about this is that we're supposed to get every we're not supposed to get everything we want all the time if we got everything we wanted all the time there would be literally no growth um so sometimes i like to think about how you know if someone i think about like the kardashians sometimes like they already have like a lot of things um that they didn't necessarily have to work for um I know a lot of people have a lot of different opinions about them but you know people versus someone who started from nothing and then created a life as a millionaire and created this amazing life where they did start from the bottom and then got to the top it's there's a difference um there's I feel like more appreciation Uh, we're not supposed to get everything we want all the time because if we did get everything we wanted we wouldn't grow and there wouldn't be depth to our character Um, there's a really cool documentary that I often fall asleep to because I love it so much it's called Becoming Nobody by Ram Das and he's basically the spiritual guru who teaches you how to just be I don't know if anyone else can relate to this but I've always been a thinker and I always overthink things and I think about thinking and think about overthinking and it's just this horrible cycle where I'm just overthinking about overthinking about overthinking and um if you are an overthinker like me um I really recommend this documentary it's called Becoming Nobody and basically he teaches you how to just be and he really goes into how it's beautiful to not get everything you want all the time because that's what life is that's what our souls are meant to experience and it's just a really cool documentary that goes into depth on that um and he also mentions that once you realize that you are supposed to struggle you are supposed to go through these bad times like all of this thing all these things that you don't want in your life are happening and they're supposed to happen that way it feels like you're cheating um once you know that you're not supposed to be happy all the time you're not supposed to um you know you are supposed to struggle in life like you're not going to go through life without any struggles once you realize this it feels like you're cheating um and it's just so liberating and freeing and it's like it gives you closure to know that you uh don't have to be perfect all the time 
once you know this, it's really amazing. It's really liberating. So I definitely recommend watching that documentary. And that is my fourth tip on how to get the most out of your day. Um, just to remember that you are the experiencer. It's your purpose and your job to experience life. And um, just remember that feelings, thoughts, and events are just things. They are not these whole, you know, giant essences that can dictate your life. They're just things that happen and um, they don't last forever and they don't have to have power over you. So as a recap, four tips to make the most out of your day is to make a game plan. Remember that your days are limited. Be mindful. Remember that life is happening for you, not to you. And to remember that you're the experiencer. Your feelings, thoughts, and events that are happening to you are just things. No need to give more power to them. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much all that I have for you today. I think I will hopefully get the more of the hang of this podcast thing. But um, I will talk to you soon. Um, I look forward to making some more episodes about stuff. And hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you aren't already following me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, come and soak up even more inspiring content at woke, W-O-K, and wealthy, or by visiting my website. I can't wait to connect again in the next episode. In the meantime, make today the best day ever.